2: Good afternoon, two minutes past three. Welcome to the show, Kimbo and the Roach with you as we launch into another weekend of sporting action. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. It's uh, currently 21.5 degrees in the city, not a bad day at all. And we're here with great support from Balfour's, Hyundai and IGA supermarkets. How the locals like it. And they like the Roach too. The only human in the world to be born without fast twitch muscles.
3: What's some do you? No respect. no respect. What do you think you do?
2: Why you look so sad? Why? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. I'll shut up, for you face. Hey, Bruce, so it's a Friday. We've survived another boy, week. So
4: and I will say again, Kim. Hello, everyone. Mm. What's the hurry? Too What's many the... people are in a rush these days. That's, everything that's is true. happening too quickly. That's true. You must go at a pace where you can absorb everything, appreciate it, smell the roses every time. You really? You do not need fast twitch muscles. I've
2: nodded off just <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> what
4: did you, hey, absorb you.
2: What did you absorb today? Come on, what have you taken out of life today? Uh, let me think about that one. <laughs> Here's the fast twitch muscles <laughs> clicking into gear think. again. Let me get on with the show then, Rich. Get back to I us do at the agree. end I I do hours.
4: agree with a good friend of mine in David Bashir who – Takes issue with people who have loud conversation on their mobile phones in public areas such as trams, trains, and planes.
2: Okay, so what you know what I derive from that? No. You've been down the Strathmore drinking today. <laughs> it's the owner of the Strathmore Hotel. I've been there for a week. Oh. I wish I had. Oh, we're going to get your breath tested. There's a bit of that <laughs> happening at the moment. Mm, we we'll oh, get, we'll well, get, we'll hey, get to that shortly. Bring in every test. Okay. I'm on water. Yeah. That's why you
4: have no... And blood. it's That's nothing like Dave Allen's glasses that he used to have as no, he did no, his acts was probably a bit of vodka, so. wasn't yeah, it? He was whiskey. Wasn't? He was a very good comedian. As long as your
2: bladder's under control, Roach, you've had to do a couple of quick exits. Well, if I put up my weeks, hand, I've
4: got to do a runner again.
2: Oh, <laughs> Rooch, honestly. All right. 3.50 today. Coming up, Australia's premier race caller, Matt Hill, to preview the world's richest 2,400-metre handicap race, the Caulfield Cup. It's one of the biggies, Roach. It was the one that was the precursor to the Melbourne Cup that gave you the best form guide. But that's changed over the years. We'll ask Maddie about that and we'll also get his tip because the Raiders are back from overseas. There's no COVID worries of anymore. Of course.
4: Mm, true international event.
2: Yes, trying to steal all our Aussie money. Looking forward to that. At uh, five <laughs> past four... We'll be heading over to India and chatting to world cricket guru Bharat Sundarasan, Australia take on Pakistan. Uh, that is live from Bengaluru. Bangalore it used to be, yes. Yes, correct. now yes, it's yes, pronounced yes. Bengaluru. Yes. You happy yes, with that? Yes. Lovely right. picture
4: of Barat sitting on the table in the press box the other day. Uh, really? Yes. Ah, good. I don't good. know why he didn't have a chair. I, I have to know, ask you.
2: Glad it tickled your fancy, Roach. <laughs> uh, 435 we'll have a chat to Jason Kidd, the poor bugger. He does the hard yards. Uh, Adelaide 36 star. Mind you he's been around a while, he's experienced. He's had all the highs and lows in basketball. 36 has had a low last night, Roach, going down by 17 points to the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Do I have to say South East Melbourne Phoenix? Can't they? There's only one Melbourne Phoenix, isn't
3: there?
4: Mm, I'll be respectful. I mean, they did win, so we tip our hat to them. But what is going on there? So the reinforcement arrives. They get one of the more notable players of basketball history in Australia. Yeah,
2: but one player doesn't. I understand
4: that, but they needed reinforcements. They get a significant gain. Mm. And all of a sudden, the crush house, as we call it, just turned into a vacuum in the second quarter. Mm. What
2: happened, uh, DJ Vasilovich? You're
3: talking yes. about Roach. You say that so I'm well. Presu-
2: I'm presuming you didn't say his name because you couldn't say it. Exactly. I didn't norm- want to ruin it. That's your normal shtick, mm. DJ. D- yeah, but then people will get muddled up with Daniel Johnson. Well, they know. They know
4: the reinforcement. Surely, after all well, the not, buzz this week, not everyone
3: Roach.
2: Not everyone's uh, huge on
4: anyway basketball. They get to rebound on Saturday night at the Crush House. Yes, against the uh, Perth Wildcats. Mm. Big weekend around that area. We've got Adelaide United this evening. This evening, yep. Yeah. Taking on Central Coast Mariners. And sixes against Perth Wildcats. All
2: righty. Let's get people up and about. Yes. I know it's a little bit quieter when there's not much news happening in uh, the yep. AFL. We've got a few things we can cool. uh, break with you at the moment, though. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a nearest the pin. All right. For Hello? $100. A nearest the pin. Yes. Well, Australia and Pakistan. Ah, cricket. Who, who wins in tonight's game and by how many runs? So get on the text 0427154166. Leave a name too. That way when I read them out, I can say Billy said this or Gordon. Have we got mm. any Gordons out there? Can I get you on a
4: technicality? What? Sometimes you will win on wickets, not on runs.
2: No, we've discussed that, Roach. There'll always be runs involved.
4: Sometimes it's defined as you won by so many wickets.
2: Uh, Well, this is why we've made it clear. It's by how many runs. But that won't
4: matter. Say if all of a sudden Pakistan gets 200. Yes. And Australia gets 201 for one. They win by nine wickets, not by one run.
2: No, there's one run differential. But that's not how the score goes, Kim. Rich, this is how we're doing it. If you want to have input, turn up early at the meetings. Sam Fantasia and I had a chat about it and we're very comfortable. And Brendan Lyons, you were nowhere to be seen. But that's wrong. No, it's right. It's by how many runs, all right? Rightio.
4: So well, all Australia- the cricket
2: aficionados it, 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 text in yeah, and right. tell Kim he's wrong. Okay, well, I don't think it's a matter of being wrong. It's a preference. We can do it either way. Good. And that's the way we're doing it. It's
4: wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, turn up early. How many runs is the difference? So, all right. So, if Australia, if you picked Pakistan and Australia falls 40 runs short and you say 40 and you pick Pakistan, you win. Right. Thank you. Now you're agreeing with me. No, I'm not. It's no, wrong. No, it's wrong. wrong. Oh, you are fair dinkum. I was going to say no wonder you're single, but I just can't say that because I'm single again. Um, I can see why. Oh, that's <laughs> my line, Roach. <laughs> I thought I'd better pitch it. <laughs> Get your own material. <laughs> all right. A lot of text coming through. Like, Louis says, not a problem. Australia by 69 runs. Right. So if Pakistan. No, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> I'm not. That I mean, doesn't I'm work. Out, I'm walking out in well, protest. Louis' tip on that. But it might... That's Louis' tip. And he's playing by the rules that right. we've
4: set about. You might be wrong, Louis, if all of a sudden Australia's chasing and they win by nine wickets. No, it, it won't matter. Right, It's wrong.
2: It's wrong, Kim. I haven't had one call to say that it's wrong yet. All right. Now, the other thing we have to do, Roach. Yes. Uh, we have uh, Kimba and the Roaches. I'm going to take your name off it. Well, you tell me, what did India win by then? Shush. Kimba and the Roaches Melbourne Cup sweepstakes, all right? Your chance to win a $500 IGA voucher. All you have to do is wait for the queue to call, and if you're one of the first five people that ring through, you'll be eligible to go in the draw to get a horse in the Melbourne Cup and win up to one of... Well, $800 worth of prizes. This is the cue to call. That's the cue. Now I've got a text coming. Kim, you're an idiot. Everyone will pick one run.
4: It's just, you've just got it wrong. It's as simple as that. And Sam, did I get it wrong? Right. It's wrong. Yeah. Oh, Sam, you just <laughs> oh, Kim. Oh, this will get in my memoirs. This will Clarity, I wasn't in at this memoirs. meeting either. <laughs> Are you <an>, oh, weren't well <laughs> at well, I'm not they're all abandoned now. now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. This Sam and I will me. take
2: responsibility. I said, which way should we go? And we thought runs were better because it was clearer. <laughs> <laughs> runs for the opener. Oh, fair <laughs> to... Hey, stop your text. All right. Stop your text. We'll sort this out during the ad break. What we're going to do is go to an ad break uh, early. Uh, Rooch, you should have had a coffee. I'll get my head around this. Then we'll do round the grounds. There's a bit of breaking news. Not a strong opening, but stay with us. Oh. We, we are here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals <laughs> like it. The all-new
0: Hyundai Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the
1: game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Yeah. Kimba on the Roots with you. Thanks to Balfour's.
2: No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Well, that last segment (laughs) proved one thing. People are listening (laughs) Fair Dinkum. Oh, the texts that are coming through. Let me get to them. Uh, Look, um... There's some people <laughs> giving me support here, but uh, no, we got this one wrong. <laughs> no, you're on your own now. They've all run away from you. No, no, Sam agrees. Uh, Sam was involved. Oh, no. he's hiding no. behind the chair. Yeah. All right. So if Australia had batted first and made 200 and then Pakistan gets out for 120 and then there was 80 runs, that's what we're thinking. But obviously, if you're yeah. batting second you win, it doesn't work that way. So we've wickets. got a lot, of, a lot of text coming through. Now, Phil... Now, I could have made out I knew what I was doing, but I didn't. (laughs) Uh, Phil says, Kim, you need to take total number of runs. Oh, dear, that disappeared. You need to take uh, total number of runs in the game. The team batting second can only win by a maximum of five runs if they win. Mm. Well, I could have gone, yeah, well, that's what I meant. You've got to pick between one and five. (laughs) But uh, no, we didn't. Uh, Another one here. uh, Kim, you need to take the total number of runs in the game. Well, that was uh, another one from Phil. Another one here typical rooch logic does not compute australia by 47 runs from chris
4: no chris <laughs> um, if they bat second they win by wickets yeah
2: and uh, this, this one's probably the most apt one perhaps a little perhaps a little bit direct uh, rooch is correct that is dumb <laughs> all right <laughs> All right, I'm fatigued. It's Friday. So many texts coming through. Hi, gentlemen. Australia by eighty-seven. Tom from Cummings. Hmm, so, so we are changing we the, the run cre- rate. we're changing the question. So all entries prior to that break are now null and void. Null and void. Okay. So we're simplifying. Starting again. This. Okay. If you want to win a $50 IGA voucher, thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how yes. the locals like it, you can participate in nearest the pin. Ooh. Who wins between Australia and Pakistan? And our tiebreaker question is, how many runs will Australia make? Now,
3: nah, that works.
2: Okay. That Are we works. happy? That works. Oh, fair dinkum. Here we go. A little bit of support <sighs> from Mario. Uh, he says, uh, Ruchi, if you paid up on the coffees that you owe, Dylan's brain would function better. It'd be fried the
4: way coffee behaves on on
2: Kim's brain. Yeah, I do get up and about. All right, enough of that waffle. I apologise. I I I, I was well, technically I was still right. Well, but it wasn't a very good. Yeah, it wasn't a very good question. I didn't do that deliberately. So, and we take
4: this competition seriously.
2: Oh yeah. So I was wrong. All right. Thank you. Apologies, and you're dumb, Roach, because you could have got it down to sixteen coffees. He didn't take advantage of that. Let's jump into it, Rich. That's me. This is what we're here for. There's a bit happening. Around the grounds, uh, let's go to the World Cup, India and Bangladesh. Virat Kohli's uh, back to his best.
4: So Virat has now scored 48 centuries in one-day internationals, 78 in all forms of cricket. So this is India winning by seven wickets against Bangladesh. Bangladesh. I stress again. India winning by seven wickets yep, right. against Bangladesh. Yep, major, they unbeaten.
2: Yep, major point. Thank you. All right. And uh, the good
4: news of that is because Bangladesh is in that race with Australia around yep. fourth, fifth and sixth, it helps Australia. Yeah, well,
2: Australia need to help themselves, and that's winter tonight. Yes. Uh, all right, let's get uh, serious here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Clayton Oliver is making headlines again. Uh, these are not
4: good headlines because there are several videos now emerging of his erratic behaviour. But before these videos went to be, the News Corp newspapers... But how old are these videos? Well, Kim, they're not timestamped. I can't tell you. The only thing I can tell you is they're not flattering in the sense that At the moment, News Corp has reported that last year, last year, not this past season, last year, there was a moment after training, Yarra Park near the MCG where the Demons train, Mm. where, well, I'll say, Oliver is accused of bending windscreen wipers on cars and one of his teammates has had to go and uh, apologise for him to a a resident. He's going, well, hang on, what are you doing in my car? So this is erratic behaviour again. Mm. Since then, there have been... Some videos all around on social media, which I know is a dangerous pace, but yeah. I think the one I showed you, the one yes. that's circulating and now has even been taken up by some of the major mm. media news streams, I think you, you're pretty clear. It's Clayton Oliver and his behaviour in it is is silly. Right, it's, 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 it's silly. Stupid. and. stupid. And it leads to a fair few more questions, doesn't it? Now
2: we, well, it does. We, uh, it could have just been boys being boys on a footy well. trip or a get-together, but it was still some willful damage on, exactly. I don't know, who's property. No, we it don't. Was. No, but it's not, not looking. On. So we'll hmm. stay in behind that. It's pretty clear yeah. from the press releases that have been released by Melbourne over the last month, Roach, that there's some issues there. So we wish him all the best. Now, I think it was on Tuesday, I or we danced around what was a very salacious, if not unsavoury story surrounding two Collingwood players and one of those players' wives. Mm. We did not want to get involved in it because of... uh, litigious reasons Uh, now overnight Collingwood has got on the front foot.
4: So as we were leaving the studio at five last night Craig Kelly through the Collingwood Football Club media streams issued a statement which was titled false accusations against Collingwood players and I'll read what Craig Kelly said we are aware of video currently circulating alleging to involve a Collingwood player and their partner Mm. another former Collingwood player has been linked to capturing the video. The club wishes to address the matter to make clear both these allegations are completely untrue And the video being circulated does not, and they put not in capitals, involve any current or former Collingwood players Mm. or their partners. Mm. For all members of the public, it is important to note the distribution of explicit content without the content of all parties involved is a criminal offence. We will continue to support all of our players and their families during this time. Now a nice
2: community announcement. When they uh... put
4: that on social media, what would be the first thing you would advise Collingwood not to do, Kim? Uh, You wouldn't allow people to comment on it. So they left it open, 101 people Mm. did comment, and some of them threw names into the field, Mm. to which now Collingwood has had to block all those comments. But I dare say a fair bit of damage has been done, Kim.
2: Oh, yes. Um, And look, can we just be very clear, it's got nothing to do with uh, drugs, because a lot of people think that, and they think there's a video being distributed.
4: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, we're going to keep away from this one, because it's got... Yeah, it's got some difficulties, this whole story.
2: Okay, Uh, I think we've done enough on that. We'll jump into a break, Roach. Then, unfortunately, we're coming back with another drug story. And you've got a fixturing update as well. So there's a little bit happening. Mm. A lot of text coming through as well, Roach. Uh, Nearest the pin Australia to win. They'll make 342 runs. That's from Chris. Good luck, Chris. Uh, This one says Pakistan to win. And Australia will get 244 runs. That's Mm. from Fatima. Thank you, Fatima. And another one says Australia to win by 48 wickets. Very, very, very funny. Uh, Everyone's uh, a comedian. Uh, We're here thanks to Balfers. They've been baking people happy since 1853. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at
0: your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfers in one hand and your team's colours in the other.
1: Balfers are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach.
3: 3.28. 3.28.
1: We
2: love Balfours, no matter your club's colours. Balfours are for the game. I spoke at the start, Rich, about your fast twitch muscles. There's a text that says he'd have fast twitch muscles if there was a dollar on the ground. Don't worry about that. Or an empty can. He, he, he does grow a leg when that happens. Just quickly, we're doing a nearest the pin at the moment. Who wins tonight between Australia and Pakistan? And the tiebreaker question, how many runs will Australia make? You can have a crack at that on our text line, 0427 and you will win a $100 IGA voucher, IGA Supermarkets, How the Locals Like It. All right, Roots, let's jump into it. Round the grounds, another drug story.
4: Yes, Elijah Hollands, who was traded by Gold Coast to Carlton, Mm -hmm. will go to a Gold Coast court where he's been served notice because he was in possession Possession? of little illicit substance. Now, the question is, did Carlton know this before they traded for him? Well, Carlton made it clear that a month before they got into the whole trade period that they had discussions with Elijah Holland, as they're entitled to, and mm. he put it on the table himself. So he's done the right thing to make Carlton aware of it. They're prepared to stand by
2: him. You go to court. We'll see how this one plays out. Well, that's the mature thing to do. They're mm. always going to find out. Now, you've got a fixturing update for the start of next year? Yes. Now, remember how we told
4: you last week? It was actually Friday. Was it Friday last week? We went through this about how the NRL is going off to Las Vegas. And I say again, what could go wrong to open their season? Mm. Which leaves a gap for the AFL to rush into the northern not just new south wales where we know they're planning mm-hmm. sydney against melbourne which would be a lovely tribute match to ron barassi if you're not thinking that afl make it such gws oh, I'm sure they are, i they hope sure. they are kim oh, I reckon they are. gws collingwood why that that's the preliminary final rematch mm-hmm. bit of concern about capacity for that game because you know there'll be collingwood fans who travel and there's mm. massive interest in collingwood everywhere so is GWS home ground with about twenty three twenty five thousand enough to accommodate that. But anyway, that's for them to work that out. Now there's this thought, Kim. Why don't we work our way up to Brisbane as well? Gold Coast. Who would you have Gold Coast open the season with? What could be the most enthralling first match up with Gold Coast? Tell me, Richmond, Damien Hardwick. Oh, yes, of course. see, right. <laughs> Now you give game to Brisbane, and the talk is that they'll play
2: Carlton. Sorry, I thought that was a trick question, the way you were saying it.
4: (laughs) Now, once you've noticed Brisbane are playing Carlton in a season opener, and Gold Coast are playing Richmond in a season opener, you go, well, what happens to the Carlton-Richmond game at the MCG Mm -hmm. on Thursday night, which is, in inverted commas, the traditional opener of the AFL season? it becomes the round two game.
2: I like it. So this is all because the NRL will be over in Vegas at the time.
3: Mm, So take advantage.
2: Why not? I like it. All right, it's 3.31, Roach. Beautifully done. We'll go to the news. And on the other side of the news, we're going to hear from Pat Cummings, Xavier Dursma, and a cast of thousands. 3.36 on a Friday afternoon. Appreciate your company and all the texts that are coming through. Just a reminder, if you want to be a part of Kimbo and the Roaches' Melbourne Cup sweep stakes. Sweep sorry, got it out, all you have to do is be one of the first five callers through when you hear this. OK, and you'll be in the draw. There'll be uh, one of 75. We had a text before that came through saying, what do you- oh, here we go. Hi, Kim, why do you need 75 entries for the Melbourne Cup from Gary? Well, there's 15 days to go before the Monday. Okay, so we're doing the first five callers through every day, so that makes 75. Then on the Monday before the Cup, we'll actually do the draw for the sweepstakes. That's how it works, Gaz. So it just turned out to be 75. And it's too much work for Sammy and bum-fluff Benny to take 30 calls and write them down a day. So you get a 1 in 75 uh, chance of winning 500 smackeronis. Hey, just quickly, Roots, around the ground. There are a couple of that we missed. Um, the Doggies have added to their coaching staff.
4: Yeah, and we were intrigued as to what was going to happen at the Western Bulldogs. Now, they've poached Matthew Egan out of Geelong mm-hmm. to make him the manager of coaching and performance alongside Luke Beveridge. Uh-huh. And Daniel Pratt, who we remember playing for Brisbane and North Melbourne, will be their new defence coach. I don't remember Pratty playing for Brisbane. I remember
2: him at North Melbourne. He was at Brisbane oh, as there well. There you go, Brisbane first oh. or second. No, it doesn't matter. All right, what's happening to the Saints? they get got a new GM of footy. Well, you remember Jeff Walsh
4: left the job of yeah. general manager of footy mm. early in the mm. year, and <coughs> David Misson stepped up as, the par- as a... Uh, Interim, now yep. he has the job full-time.
2: Beautiful. Stack of techs coming through. Roach, to be a part of uh, nearest the pin, $100 IGA voucher. All you have to do is tell us who wins between Australia and Pakistan and how many runs Australia makes. So Phil has gone nearest the pin, Pakistan to win. There's a bit of a trend here. Mm. Australia, 243 runs. Um, another one here. Gentlemen, Australia to, to win by 39. Oh, Dom, we need you to say how many runs that they got. Uh, can I just add how disappointed I would be of the person videoing and uploading to that world if social media, I would think if someone's no yes, That's yes, regards to the yep, Collingwood yep. stuff. Yeah, we won't get involved in that. Uh, Michelangelo. Oh, this is Mario. Richie Benno, a short time ago, the Redbacks were two for 122, chasing 292. Yes. Is that the right score?
4: They're now 2 for 136. So they are in the 23rd over. Their current run rate is 5.1, chasing New South Wales 291. They need a run rate of 6.69. So someone needs to just nudge it on a bit. Nudge it on, but But they're they're they're
2: in a good spot. They've got wickets. They've got wickets wickets. in hand. Uh, Talking of wickets, Australia haven't been getting enough so far in the World Cup. Mm. But interestingly, Michael Clarke on his radio show in Sydney alluded to the fact that maybe the selectors weren't getting things right. Alex Carey, they sent him over there, vice-captain of the team. After one game, he is dropped. Then he dropped the bombshell that he heard Pat Cummings was about to get dropped as well. So that would mean the captain and the vice-captain dropped from the World Cup campaign. Pat Cummings was posed that question and told about Michael Clarke's comments at his press conference.
5: Yeah, not much really. Um, Yeah, a couple of the boys let me know I was being dropped, so that was interesting. Yep, that's all he ah. thought.
2: That's interesting. Well it's hardly a denial, is it? Oh Roach, turn it
4: up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not as if he's saying it's absolute.
2: Uh, Pat Cummings went on to talk about Australia. If they were tired from playing high play, you know, playing high volume cricket for so long.
5: I think we've we've done a good job of managing everyone as best as we can. Um so I, I wouldn't say that's a huge factor in the first two losses.
2: So, how good's Pakistan? Someone that should know is a former Australian captain, and that is Tim Payne. Here are his views on the captain's run.
6: They're they're a challenging
4: team. They're a talented team. Um, They're unpredictable, but they're extremely dangerous.
2: Hmm. Sums them up. All right. Everyone's short, short, sharp and shiny today, aren't they, Rich? Uh, Here we go. Here's nearest the pin. High gain. Australia will win, and they'll make 276. Gee, will 276 be enough? Been some high scores in this World Cup, hasn't there? Uh, Mick says Australia to win by a wide. <laughs> oh Mick! Oh Mick! All right, Mick, you're in. Uh, Here's another one: Australia to win and to score 286. That's uh, Paul Cooper from Air. Thank you, Paul. He adjusted after I stuffed it all up a little bit earlier. Let's go to a little footy, uh, Roach. Xavier Dersmer. We've all been talking about him. We haven't heard much from him, though. But he spoke to Sports Day Victoria, and this was he on his exit from Port Adelaide.
5: It was a bit of a mutual... Um, in the end, it was a bit of a mutual agreement in, in the end that there was a bit of, you know, maybe go and explore your options, and I think that at the same time I had I had the feeling that it might be good time, good chance for me to go and explore myself and and um, really try and, you know, give myself a fresh start.
2: I think his best probably footy... needs is, it. Well, no, no. I don't think so. Mm, I think Probably he does. It. No, no, I don't agree. Okay. Well, I so don't agree. I don't think he was stale. I think he was really unlucky with injuries. I think his best footy would have still happened at Port, and it will still happen at Essendon. No, mm, I just got a different view on that. Okay. Well, express it.
4: Well, I think in the end, way he saw himself fitting into Port Adelaide's line not the way they saw it. So, Nor to Essendon. No, no, but hang on. Just wait a sec there. That meant they were going to be at odds about how he was going to play. At Essendon, he goes there to prove that he's worthy to play in that midfield. I think, no, no, I think he's it's already a been told context. Essendon spoke yesterday, and yeah, I they
2: reckon, said, no, he's not part of their
4: midfield. They've yeah, got plenty there. He wants, he wants that time. I think he can prove something to them in that right, space. Well, I, well,
2: agree to I disagree. Think,
4: I think they, they were closed mind on that at Port Adelaide, and I reckon he can open the minds
2: at Essendon. Oh, no, no, you're just grasping at straws, I would say. Oh, it's just my view. Yeah, I know, that's why I'm having a crack at it. Uh, here he is on all his injuries at Port.
5: Um, troubles in terms of my body. Um, which is not you know, not, not really been giving me the, a good enough chance to really perform as well as I'd like and as probably as well as the club would have probably liked me to as well. So there's probably a bit of frustration for me um, and a bit of frustration, I suppose, as well from Port Adelaide with obviously things that are probably out of my control. I think I was, I was just really unlucky. All of my injuries were impact injuries that mm. I can't really avoid too much. Mm.
2: And if Port were frustrated with him, how would have they felt about Arrazio? <laughs> Well, well, you know that. It's another level you know of where that's going, don't you we? You can't help injuries, reach, no. well, Unless you're not doing your rehab. But there is a know. bit of a
4: difference. Well, yeah, your point's yeah. emphasised here because like Xavier's saying, here's their impact. You can't... Mm. This is a contact sport.
2: Arata has so many soft tissues and you go... But it's not through. doomed. He's like yeah. as if he's doomed. No, I, I agree with him. Hey, let's hear one more, uh, one more from the X Man. I wonder if he'll keep the arrow going. I think he'll I would go. hope so. Um, this is uh, as talking about uh, the deadline with the draft and the fact that the hum, human hairdo kept it to the last three minutes.
5: I still had I still had no idea to be honest. There was there was a little bit of communication between me and my manager, but um, he, he even he still was not quite sure about everything. He was. He said he's quietly confident, but at the same time, he said there's still obviously no real guarantees.
2: But he got there in the end. He three minutes there. to spare. And we wish him all the best, Roach. I know a lot of Port people would like to have kept him. I would have liked to have kept him at mm. Port, but that's the business, isn't it? And Brandon uh,
4: Zerk Thatcher is on holiday in Germany, mm. and he's, as you would expect, looking forward to his change of environment.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, AFLW, round eight this weekend. Can't believe round eight. It's nearly all seasons, over and done with. Yeah couple of games to go after mm. this one, Roach. Uh, both of our sides play on the Saturday. Uh, Adelaide take on Brisbane. It's a bit of a uh, traditional match. rivalry. That's man. a grudge match, yeah. yes. Adelaide have lost the last two by 23 and 22 points, I think. 235, Brighton Homes Arena. And uh, Port Adelaide playing at Alberton against Gold Coast. That's a winnable game, Roach. You need to get a win. 435, get down there and support the girls. We'll hear from uh, Lauren Arnell a little bit later in the program. Stack of text coming through, Rooch. Uh, chase down anything under that. Oh, <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> chase down anything yeah, under that. Yeah, that was from uh, Modbury Mac. Uh, Roochie, to lose his marbles. Ethel from <laughs> Ethelton. Uh, what's that mean? Good oh, news. here we go. Here's uh, earlier text from Modbury Mac. Yep. He says, nearest the pin, Australia... 317. Australia to win and 317 if we bat first. No, you can't. <laughs> that's your pick, Modbury Mac. Um, Australia to make 259 and win by 39 if they bat first or if Pakistan bats first, Australia to win by three wickets. Dom from Paraka. Dom, you're going for Australia and 259 runs. Aussies to make 309. Uh, that's from Geoffrey and to win. Who else have we got here? Will the media... Face criminal charges. They continue to talk about, no, I don't know. Who sent that one through? Robert, that's why oh. we don't get involved in it, because of litigation. What are you trying to get us to say? You're sending all these texts about the video and drugs and there's things we can't comment on. Mm. Uh, BJ Benny, Australia, by 345 runs. That's not bum fluff, Benny. He's off crook today.
4: Yes, we wish him well, because we know what the season is doing to a lot of people with hay fever and dry... That dry dust, you know, into the... Well, that's, that's what it is, is it? You're, very dry. doctor. I don't know. What is wrong with him? Well, well it's not hay fever. So- <laughs> oh, I'm just saying a lot of people suffering out there. Is it? Yes. Right. All right. The
2: <laughs> sneezing
4: that's going on, Kim.
2: All right. We're live from Studio Luma. Well, I am. Uh, and we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. how are the locals like it. 51 on a Friday afternoon, we're live from Studio Lumo SA. Right here at number one, King William Street in the city. Beautiful day outside, 20.3 degrees. Just a reminder, we'll be heading to India to have a chat to Bharat Sundarasan. He will be live from Bengaluru, which was formerly... Bangalore. Thank you very much, Roach. Uh, Australia taking on Pakistan. We need to win. Talking of winning, it'd be nice to know... What is going to win the Melbourne, the uh, Caulfield Cup, and I the Melbourne say. Cup, too. Yeah, both. Uh, that is run tomorrow. It is the world's richest 2,400 metre handicap race. It's worth $5 million, which is about the salary that our next guest gets per year. And earns it. Oh, he does, because he's one of the best res- race callers, if not the best, in the world. Matt Hill joins us now. Hello, Matty boy.
7: Gamba and Rochi, how are you? <laughs> Good to talk to you. Uh, from Bangalore to Caulfield, here we are. And uh, I tell you what, um, it is a, a terrific race, the Caulfield Cup. Uh, it's probably one of the better runnings of it too. Yes. There's um, been a few that were sort of suggested over the last couple of years that the Caulfield Cup uh, has been weak in class. But uh, it's hit back this year, that's for sure. It's a, it's a beauty.
2: Maddie. growing up as a young fellow, it was the ultimate guide how horses performed in the Caulfield Cup as to how they'd go in the Melbourne Cup. And that's not quite the case anymore.
7: It certainly still can be a guide, uh, but they want to win the race outright as well. Uh, being a 2,400-metre mm. race, you do get horses that specialty 2,400-metre horses. And we're, we've got some horses in the race this year that probably won't get the 3,200-metres of a Melbourne Cup. So this is their absolute uh, aim. And sometimes that's the guessing game. You try, have to try and work out who is set for the Caulfield Cup or who is just having a rehearsal mm. for the Melbourne Cup. And that can be tricky. And there's even a couple with question marks over them uh, tomorrow. But uh, overall, um, we've got all the horses we wanted to be there. A mm. lot of the form coming out of the Turnbull Stakes. And then we've got the Japanese with Breakup, which we don't know a lot about, but we have to respect them. They've come and conquered in Caulfield Cups before. We've got the Sydney Form out of the Hill Stakes with, with Hood Yamal and also Montefilia. Um, and a bit of English form as well with Akita Sushi. So overall, we've got all the horses uh, that uh, we wanted to go to the Caulfield Cup and uh, always a little bit of guessing about uh, which horses are set for it, etc. So all in all, all all is ready for a big one.
4: So Matt, I love that it has an international flavour. I'm not one of the isolationists who just wanted to be an Australian-New Zealand race. (laughs) But then how do you, as an expert, and how do I, as that once-a-year punter, work out, the international form. How do I translate to that? To what Caulfield's sure. all about tomorrow?
7: It's a good question because the the form doesn't tie in. So in mm. in a case of breakup tomorrow in the Caulfield Cup, uh, breakup ran in a race called the Arima Kinnon, which uh, is run on Christmas Day um, in Japan, mm. and uh, it was beaten a long way by a horse called Equinox. But Equinox is the best, probably the best horse in the world. So even though he didn't get near Equinox, he's, he's running in top, top grade, um, probably better grade than what a lot of our horses are running in. So you always have to give a big tick for that. Um, it is impossible to tie in, but you have to also remember that we've had Japanese horses come and conquer before, and they don't come for no reason. And I think Breakup is a horse, it's drawn barrier number five. Uh, so it's drawn well, it'll sit midfield, and just needs a bit of luck. A little bit of luck's required in a Caulfield Cup too because they go usually hard early, then they tend to put the brakes on, and then by the side of the track, when they get to about the 800, they really put their foot down. And it becomes an energy-sapping 2,400-metre race. It's certainly not a sit sprint. So you have to be a brilliant horse, but you have to be a good stayer as well. And I think that's where the Japanese come into play and certainly the British horses over the years as well.
2: Yeah, and break up the japanese horse uh, to be ridden by damien lane who's had success in japan as a jockey
7: he has well he's a bit of a pin-up boy in japan mm. at the moment and he won this race on a japanese horse uh, 4 years ago with matt glass who came over and started one of the favorites and, and bolted in uh, with damien lane because he rode lee gracier to win a cox plate as well uh, the year after so now overall uh, Sulcum is an interesting horse of course there's a bit of a footy connection yes. there with a lot of the Richmond boys uh, involved a few uh, well known names in, uh, in Sulcum Jack Revolt and, and uh, Jack Riewold of course so uh, Sulcum was outstanding winning three starts to go in the Heavily, and uh, really turned the corner on that occasion and then ran well in the Turnbull Stakes uh, the other day behind Gold Trip a lot of form is behind Gold Trip. We haven't mentioned Gold Trip mm. yet, but he was outstanding there at Flemington. The only question mark: the connections don't want the track to be too firm. Now, uh, I think they're not going to get their wish because the weather's been superb. Believe it or not, in Melbourne over the last, I can't, can't even believe I'm saying that. Over the last couple of days, <laughs> been 26 degrees. It's going to be relatively similar tomorrow. So. As a result, it's the track by 5.15 Melbourne time would probably be a good three, and that's not the conditions that Gold Trip wants. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Gold Trip even scratched before the running of the race Ooh. if the track is too firm. Okay. And no horse has ever carried 58.5 kilos to win a Caulfield Cup. So there is a little thing against gold trip uh, and as a result I'm, I'm working away from him
2: yeah I heard Kieran maher interviewed during the week and uh, obviously as you'd understand they're going to be very cautious and protective of uh, gold trip all right mm. no pressure on you but you you know top three selections Matt
7: <laughs> yeah all right well I think without a fight uh, goes in number two uh, terrific run in the underwood and with Mark Zara good gate. It's hard to knock uh, without a fight, number two. I think you have to put in Sulcum, number eight. Mm. I think Duke de Sessa, number nine, is a very interesting horse. Um, this horse, formerly raced in France, John Allen, 53 kilos. He would be surviving on air and lettuce to get to 53 kilos. Uh, and he wouldn't do it for uh, no reason. So I think mm. Duke de Sessa, number nine, is a real chance. And I wouldn't be completely ignoring a horse called Francesco Guardi, number five. I think he'll go very close in a Melbourne Cup. And you were talking about the Caulfield Cup being a big guide earlier Mm. on. And I reckon we'll be walking out of Caulfield tomorrow... In the back of our mind, thinking Francesco Gardi runs a really good pipe opener tomorrow for the Cup. So, is James... uh, numbers two, five, eight,
2: and nine, and nine. And nine. Uh, and then in your fourth place, uh, Francesco Gardi, number five. James McDonald on board. Is he booked in the Melbourne Cup for that horse?
7: Uh, I'd say he would be, yes. Um, and, and rightly so. Uh, this horse, he won the Mooney Valley Cup, uh, absolutely destroyed them last year. And everyone said, all well, that horse could just about win the Melbourne Cup. But the only issue was that the connections hadn't paid up for the Melbourne Cup. Mm-hmm. They hadn't nominated for the Melbourne Cup. So he wasn't actually in it. So they haven't made that mistake this year. Mm-hmm. He went out for a long spell. Uh, this is his fourth run this preparation tomorrow. And he'll have his fifth run in the Melbourne Cup this preparation. It'll be nice and fit, raring to go with the, the Chris Waller magic. So I think Francesco Gardi is someone you have to admire.
2: All right. Just the three... Female jockeys in the Caulfield Cup, which is great to see. Linda Meach, uh, Winona Coston and Jamie Carr. Jamie Carr on the J- Joseph O'Brien train Valiant King down the bottom, number 18. Do you give it any chance? He's a very talented young trainer.
7: Oh, I certainly give uh, him a chance. And the, the reason being that, obviously, it's got no weight. It's a mm. 50 and a half or 50 kilos barrier one. There's only one thing, though. Can you believe it? Um and I'll stand corrected. I don't think a horse has ever won the Caulfield Cup from Barrier 1. Oh, really? Um, okay. So that there's something uh, against Valiant King. The, the thing is, it chased a horse called Desert Hero at Royal Ascot uh, in June, and it was a 2,400-metre race and ran really well. So this horse is an out-and-out 2,400-metre out horse. So he's here for the Caulfield Cup. He's here for the Caulfield Cup and nothing else. So he's been set for it, has the inside draw, and li- has literally got a featherweight. Is, wouldn't even feel it uh, with 50 kilos uh, so uh, yeah, with the, with the speed on I can see Valiant King, if, if it gets the right okay. run, Caulfield can be tricky from that inside gate you're going to hit a lot of uh, traffic blocks on the way, but if it gets a clear run it has to be in the finish.
2: Alright Matty, in 20 seconds, you know that Roach is the tightest man on earth, if he was to have a dollar each yep. way on something else on the program, do you have any other fancies, uh, the horses you like tomorrow?
7: Yeah, one of the one at $11 in Race 3 routes. Race 3, uh, number 8, uh, named Wings of Song.
4: Okay, and for further advice, I'm going to try that air and lettuce diet. What do you wash it down with? Water.
7: Well, I'd do it with a Scotch and Coke, but I need some <laughs> air and lettuce myself. Uh, wow. it's, it's, not, it's not fun, not good for the brain, but for the jocks seem to do it. It's absolutely, uh, basically air and lettuce. Uh, that's what Johnny Allen would have been surviving on for the last four days. Uh, you two
2: have both been in good paddocks. Hey Matt, we really appreciate your time. I thought I heard your voice uh, in the studio here at Mowi today. I thought the man's everywhere. Who's calling it Mowi?
7: Uh The Adam Oslansky at Mowi today. They have a big day, the Mowi Cup. Cup you know, there's about yeah. 50 country cups in Victoria in the next uh, month or two. It's And we've got four mm. over the weekend. So uh, it's a great time of year because all of the communities get behind their racecourses. And uh, I think we've got uh, we've a Voka, Horsham and Seymour over the weekend and Moe today. So uh, no, it's a great time of year.
2: Matt, we wish you all the very best for the Caulfield Cup. You're a pro. I know you'll nail it. Uh, this race will be going all around the world. No pressure. We wish you all the best.
7: <laughs> good on you, boys. Good to hear from you. Very uh, for Hillary, those he's very
2: generous. For those who are going to
4: have a dabble on the Caulfield Cup and et cetera, What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
2: Beautifully done, Roach. And those numbers again, 2, eight, 9 and 5, courtesy of Matt Hill. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai
0: showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the
1: game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach.
2: Minutes past four on a Friday yes. afternoon. Kimbo on the Rich with you thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it? We are live from Studio Lumo, SA. Currently 19.7 degrees outside. Few texts coming through wanting Maddie's tips again for the Caulfield Cup. The $5 million Corfield Cup. His first tip is without a fight. Number two, number eight, Solcombe. Number of the Richmond boys part owners in that, including Jack Graham. Uh, number nine, Jude Decessor. And number five, Francesco Gardi. And as we say, Roach, what's gambling really costing you? Time to head to uh, India it's now. It's
4: costing me 17 coffees at the moment.
2: Yes, it is. Yes, yes. That's how many times you've been wrong this year. It's a right. fact. All right, let's head now to Bengaluru because Australia are about to take on uh, Pakistan in a game that they need to win as we welcome world cricket guru. That's the only way to describe him, Barat Sundarasan. And Hello, Barat.
8: Ah afternoon guys. Uh if you do hear a lot of traffic in the background, it's just it's just India. So I'm I'm <laughs> headed for lunch before I head to the ground. And you love the name of this place. It's called Trippy Goat. It's a trippy goat I'm headed to.
2: That that's the mm. name of the restaurant. Good.
8: It is indeed. <laughs> good you, luck to me. You, you, so
2: what will you be ordering, bro?
8: Well, um, something I'm gonna trip on, I guess. Oh, in a good way because like it is a big game and then you know, Australia, Pakistan. You could well say the winner today, more or less, will have the best chance to make it through to the semi-final. Yep. And especially Australia. I mean, they're two and one down. Don't forget. Mm. Uh, but they have to see off Pakistan. So Netherlands yep. await yep. in Delhi after this. But they have to make it two all today.
2: Yeah. So Pakistan currently sitting in fourth position. Australia sitting in seventh position. Before we get into the game, I was interested in an article. I presume that you have read it, where Wasim Akram, perhaps one of the greatest bowlers, or the greatest bowlers of all time, said that Mitchell Stark is in his is his second best bowler of the past twenty years. The only man ahead of him was Dale Steyn from South Africa.
8: Oh, look, I've said this so many times. I think Mitchell Stark is one of the most underappreciated uh australian greats uh not just in white ball cricket we speak about his uh uh extraordinary numbers in one day cricket but you just have to look at his test numbers as well uh you know getting over 300 wickets the rate at which he's done the strike rate and the number of matches he's set up and won for australia not just at home but everywhere uh, but for some reason i don't know it always feels like uh in everybody else's perception that oh mitchell stark can do better but he has. I mean, he's, he's, he's been one of the best has ever produced. And when you get like praise like that from the great Mati Makram, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and considering Mitchell Stark is the only lover he's named, says everything you need to know. And I really do think Australia needs to appreciate him more.
2: Yeah, and one of the reasons he's been a little maligned was the continual criticism he received from Shane Warne. Now, it's just such a damn Mm. shame that Warne is not still with us for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. But I'm sure they would have smoked the peace pipe eventually, those two. And uh, I heard Mitchell Stark talk about it some time ago, that it was disappointing that he Mm. never got the chance to, to sit down with him and sort out their indifferences.
8: Oh, exactly. I remember being there for that press conference. Uh, It was last year during the T20 World Cup, and um, you could see that he genuinely was disappointed that didn't happen. But Mm -hmm. uh, look, I've always looked at it as a lesson for all of us, right? Like, uh, it's better to bury the hatchet uh, as soon as you can with whoever it is, and especially if you have if you do care about them and you respect them. Like, mm. I'm sure Mitchell Stark did with Shane Uh But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's with Mitchell Stark, it's always been a question of body language. Then right? Body language is so subjective. Everybody has their own personalities and the way they carry themselves. Uh, but with him, I mean, he's just, he is a laid-back character. He isn't your in-your-face fast bowler. But, there are times when he can get fired up. And I thought he was really fired up against Sri Lanka uh, four days ago. Uh, and all, of, all the Aussies were as well. I mean, they realised that they were disappointing in the first two, tests, or first two games. And they had to pick up their game, which they did.
4: Bharat, you are now in the city, which our old school atlas told us was Bangalore. What are the conditions like? Mm-hmm. And how much will the toss influence um, the way mm-hmm. in which this game unfolds?
8: Weather-wise, it's uh, arguably the best city to be in, uh, in India, 12 months in a year. This is one thing you have to say about Bangalore, otherwise they get to you, <laughs> the people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, conditions-wise, uh, you don't want to be a bowler. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this pitch oh. always offers a lot of runs. Um, you know, in the IPL, it's known for its big scores, big six-hitting, small playing area, so yeah. smaller boundaries. And the ball comes on beautifully, so um, there will be due later on, I guess. Uh, so It'll be a tricky toss. Um, but, you know, do you want to be chasing down whatever the opposition puts up on the ball, knowing that you will have an impact? Maybe. Uh, but you also don't want to miss out on, like, on batting and making a big score here, putting runs on the board. So uh, maybe a good toss to lose in that sense. A good um, toss to look, lose. The one toss, uh, the one toss, five comments is lost, led to them winning. So I guess he wouldn't mind doing
2: that again. All right. So you, just say you're the captain of Australia, you win the toss. What are you doing?
8: Mm, I mean, looking at the opposition, looking at Pakistan and just the way they function, I think I, w- I would put them in, uh, to be really? honest. Uh, and I would, because they don't have the kind of middle order that uh, powers you through to big totals. Back your fast bowlers to get some movement with that white ball, which has been moving around a little bit. And if you can knock over Babur Azam Ali, I think you can really like get into that middle order and restrict them to anywhere under 300 or even to, to eighty odd Uh, You would chase it down in Bangalore any day. See,
2: that's interesting. We're doing a nearest the pin, Barrett. You can have a crack at this, uh, thanks to IGA Supermarkets. Mm -hmm. The question is, who wins tonight between Australia and Pakistan? And how many runs Mm -hmm. will Australia make? Now, most of the texts that we are getting are saying it depends on the toss. And everyone thinks Australia Mm -hmm. needs to win the toss, and they should bat first. So it's worth a $100 IGA voucher. We'll give it to you if you get it right. Uh, Who wins, and how many runs will Australia make?
8: Can we raise the stakes here, please? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Nice try. uh, I really do think Australia will win uh, uh, for a variety of reasons. This Pakistan team um, is is shaken up uh, for obvious reasons, not just because they went down to India, which always kind of changes the narrative around them in World Cup but also what they've had to experience in, in Ahmedabad, from the crowd and everything around. Yeah. Um, they still have just a handful of journalists who've been allowed to get into the country. Uh, Hassan Ali joked about how now they have gone from 40 fans to 47 fans in India right now. So <laughs> it, it's not easy to get yourself up after a game like that. Um, and Australia, on the other hand, um, I'm not saying they're peaking, but they ticked a lot of boxes getting into this game. So uh, you know, I do feel that it could well be uh, the time when Australia starts getting better and better from this point on but they're facing pakistan exactly when they want to face them uh, in terms of how many runs they'll make well i mean i guess uh, since i'm uh, expecting them to chase or, or i would get them to chase um i think anywhere under 300 uh i think they would chase down easily So the long, longest uh, bloody the answer
2: ever barrett australia to win and how
3: many uh, well, runs there you go <laughs>
2: how many runs all
8: right australia how many runs? All right, but I'll say how many wickets. Uh, they'll win no, by seven wickets. That, oh, they'll the, win yes. by... <laughs>
2: that's not the question. Oh, oh, you, runs. Oh, have you have just, know. You oh, know. just touched <laughs> oh. a very sore oh, toe my God. there, yeah. All right. Well, what if Australia bats <laughs> first? How many will they make?
8: Uh, how, how many will they make? Uh, they'll make 328. There you 328.
2: go. 328. That's higher than most people are predicting. Hey, good to see Adam Zampa get back into some form. Very much so. So... Uh, Though having said that, he didn't train
8: um, at all. I mean, he didn't bowl up that yesterday or day before while everybody else did. Uh, he had a ginger little run around the ground though yesterday. I think he will play. Uh, there, aren't, there aren't any major concerns. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's so good that he's among the wickets. He started poorly again in the last game. And then he clutched his back after the third over. He, he were, there were all kinds of alarm bells going off. But I think it's good that he came through that uh, with the back spasm. Um, and yeah, it played a big role in um, you know keeping Sri Lanka to uh, a very paltry total. Uh, so uh, great science for them, and they need Adam Zampa to fire if they have to go deep in this tournament.
2: And has Travis Head arrived now?
3: Did he arrive today? Uh, he was or?
2: supposed to be on a flight. Yeah, uh, yeah, he would have arrived in Delhi
8: though. He's not coming here. So I think the Australian team will meet uh, Travis uh, tomorrow in Delhi. From what what we've been told. Um, so yeah, it'll be good to have him around. I mean, like he's such a burst of energy, isn't he,
0: yeah.
8: uh, around this group. So, yeah, it'll be great to have Travis Head here. And look, maybe at the right time as well, if Australia can go three and two up after the Netherlands game and then have Head ready, what better, right? Like, And then you're talking of them uh, being a potential contender for not just semi-final slot, but to go all the way.
2: And okay. is it as simple as he goes in and Labashane goes out? Is it that simple?
8: Ooh, uh... Yes and no. I mean, look, with Travis said, you also get the bowling options, right? Like, so mm-hmm. then, um, uh, and because the seamers, like, Stoynis hasn't bowled a lot, yep. uh, maybe they find a way of keeping Manus And, like, it could come down to that. I'm not saying, I mean, the most obvious uh, swap would be head for Manas. Uh, but considering Stoyness isn't bowling and head will bowl uh, off spin, uh, maybe they might consider, uh, you know, extending their batting with Manus in the middle. Um, and leaving the all-rounder out. But, I, like you know, we'll yeah. see once
2: you ready. I know. And then there's the statistically Stoinis being better a T20 player than a one-day player. Hey, uh, we appreciate your time, mm-hmm. Barat. We've put you in the competition. We're reluctantly squeezed out that you reckon Australia will make 328 and that they will win. We love yeah. your time. Have a great yeah. call today. We like, look forward to listening to it.
8: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll leave my address once I get off the call. You can send that voucher to me because I will win, trust me.
2: We, <laughs> I love it. We've got your address. Have a great call. We'll hear that. You can join me <laughs> on good SEM. Guys, thank there
4: you. There he is. He's a good
2: man, Brat Sundarasan. Uh, too, four, a bit fifth, too uh, confident there. He, yeah, yeah, A bit presumptuous. He made it complicated. We revisited the opening of the show, didn't we? Hey. <laughs> thought we'd forgot about that. Uh, Phil's gone nearest the pin. Australia wins. Australia scores 288 runs. Good on you, Phil. Simon from Noosa says Australia to win 325 runs if they bat first. Interesting. Barat said he'd bat second if he won the toss.
4: And the South Australian Redbacks are batting second, and they have lost another two wickets since we last did it. So four down? Four down for 172, chasing 292. But the gap in the current run rate and the required run rate has gone from 4.76 current to now chasing lines. You, give me a th- is that an 8 or 8. a 5. 8.57. 5. 8. 5.
2: Right. Don't be proud, Roach. Get some glasses. All right? Hey, at, uh, after the 4.30 <laughs> news, Jason Kadee, well, it's only three foot away from you. Wow, it really has deteriorated my eyesight, yeah, hasn't yes, it? Yes, they, they, they have. Uh, Jason Kadi joins us after 4.30. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How are the locals like it? We'll chip in and get you, son.
0: The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the
1: game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach.
3: in the hall
2: get on your horse. Here we go. What was that all about, hey?
4: Well, that's our IGA Melbourne Cup sweepstakes.
2: That's the cue to call. The number uh, is, Kim? Uh, well, I think people know it because the phones are going crazy. Roach, one First five callers through. Good luck. Sammy will take your details. Uh, one entry per phone number. So if you've already qualified, you cannot get through on that same phone number. A few texts coming through. roochy Roach, Roach. This one says, Kimbo Slice. Now, you didn't know who that was, did you, Roach? He's a uh, wrestler or UFC UFC fighter, Sounds like you
4: should be a rapper.
2: No, UFC fighter. Uh, This text says, Slice, are you hearing the rumour the Crows are going to trade picks 10, 14, and a future first-round pick for West Coast's future first-round? And third-round pick means they get into the 2024 draft before there is bids for Tyler Welsh. That's Scotty Welsh's son, who apparently is a gun. And they hopefully get Sid Draper. Uh, Rocco, we are hearing lots of stories that they are going to trade up. Um, what they do with it, I'm not sure. But everything I'm hearing, they're very key, keen on Tyler Welsh. So get onto some vids, Roach, and uh, have a look at mm. him. Uh, it's worth watching him play. He goes Indeed. well. Another text here. Lads, nearest the pin. Australia to win. Hopefully bat first and 369. That's from John. Beautiful. Why has he gone pick seventy three? What's that mean?
4: Don't know. Is that I must pick seventy three at Prospect Oval?
2: No, I've got uh, no idea. Is that my picket? I don't. I'm know. I'm on a picket, Roach. Are you? Yeah, it's been defaced already. <laughs> Been there for a few years. Uh, here's another one. Australia to make 193 and lose comfortably. <laughs> Cheers, David. <laughs> well, there goes the campaign. Oh, if you're wondering what that's for, if you've just joined us, we're also doing a nearest the pin on who wins tonight between Australia and Pakistan. Mm. And the tiebreaker question is, how many runs will Australia make? You like to win, don't you? like to win. You win.
4: Oh, you like to win. What's better, losing?
2: Dude, How I'm would you like a, crack, a trip oh, for yeah. two?
4: For two? Uh-huh.
2: Two? You can nominate someone to come with you, Kim. Mm, it won't be you. I'd rather oh. pull the scab off now. No, rip the scab <laughs> off or the Band-Aid now, Roach. Whatever it is, it's not you.
4: Uh, thank you very much. Well, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American football's biggest game, which is the Super Bowl in mm. Las Vegas this time. It's worth more than $70,000. a lot more money in your pocket if you take me, Kim. I won't spend much.
2: No, Roach, I, I would not be taking you.
4: Just shop in-store at Beaumont's before November 10 and you're in with a chance. There are terms and
2: conditions, so check. All right. Um, If you want it, would you take me? Yes. All right. I'm still not taking you. Let's hear from uh, Lauren Arnell. Well, There's all these rumours about, look, Erin Phillips has to retire eventually, but apparently there's rumours going around that she's about to retire. This was Lauren Arnell's response.
1: It's not an elephant in the room. No. It's literally focuses week to week. So leave it where it is and doesn't. It's not front of mind for us. Yeah.
2: Why are people bring that up all the time? We haven't had one direct answer to any of these questions. questions tonight. Not, <laughs> not one. Get us on holidays. Only thirty. I'm not counting. Thirty-five days ago. Uh, here's Lauren Arnell on Aaron
1: Phillips' year so far. She had 17 touches last week. I think she's had a pretty strong year, to be fair, for a 38-year-old. She's, um, she's, in, she's led the way on and off-field for us and, and the work she's doing off-field's been incredible. So, yeah, all of that conversation is, is not for right now.
2: I know they've got a lot of injuries, Roach, but I feel it in my bones. Port Adelaide will beat Gold Coast, so get down to Albert and Oval, 4.35 on Saturday. Time to take a break. It's 4.25. This is Kimba on the Roach, thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai Tucson. That's the bigger one, Roach. Uh, tomorrow's SUV. Book it. The all-new Hyundai
0: Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're
1: listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. in the Hall 4.31
2: Afternoon, the weekend about to get underway. A lot of eyeballs will be on the TV tonight, watching the cricket, Australia and Pakistan. We're doing a nearest the pin worth $100 IGA voucher. Who wins and how many runs does Australia make? This one says, Roach, thanks SEN, Australia to win. Australian total to score... 304, Warner and Smith to both step up with big 100s. That's from Michael. Hey, they the other big AFLW game, it's a traditional grudge match now between Brisbane and Adelaide. They've been two of the better sides for a long time. Brisbane coach Craig Starsevich spoke about the rivalry with Adelaide.
3: We've
4: just um, developed this rivalry with each other that's been pretty strong. There's never too much separating scoreline. So, um, yeah, it's just
2: I think there's a great respect there too. Because was, was he at Brisbane when Matty Clark was there? He was at Collingwood, and were Ooh, they there at the same time? Either way, a there's great a great question. yeah, there's a great respect between the two coaches. Okay. I, well, have I think to look everyone up their yeah, details. Yeah, everyone respects uh, Matty. He's an mm. absolute gentleman. Uh, nearest the pin, Australia to win uh, and to make three hundred and thirty-five. That's from Ricky. Nearly everyone tipping Australia initially. Roach, it was uh, Pakistan. Mm. What's happening at the Adelaide Oval? Well, we just get the
4: screen to change. One job, Roach. One the job. screens over there. I haven't
2: got the command one, one of it.
4: So we know the New South Wales made seven for two hundred and ninety-one, leaving South Australia two hundred and ninety-two. Ch- oh goodness gracious! They're eight
2: down for one hundred and eighty-eight. Kim, you have a kiss of death. You have a kiss of death. It's four thirty-two. Oh.
4: No.
1: It's up on a
2: beautiful hot afternoon. Kimba on the Roots with you. Currently 20 degrees outside. We are live from number one King William Street in the city, thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona imagined to be bold. Well, it was a big game at the Entertainment Centre last night for the 36ers. Unfortunately, though, they went down to the South East Melbourne Magic by 17 points, 85 to 102. I hate to say this as our guest is waiting on the line, but they are bottom of the NBL. It's not good. They're 1-5. and five. Jason Kadi joins us. Hello, Jace. How are we, fellas? Yeah, no, that wasn't a good intro, was it?
6: <laughs> it's, just, it's just unfortunate where we're at, so there's not much else you can say. Um, mm.
2: Is it unkind to say you never felt like you were really in this one? I know you gave us a chance in the last couple of uh, minutes before the third quarter, but it just seemed like they were controlling the game.
6: Yeah, it's probably the first game to be honest with you. We just, we lost contact early in that first half, probably midway through the second quarter, right before halftime. And then we just couldn't peg our way back into it. And um, it's a thing we've been speaking about as a group that you just, it's hard to give up leads in this league. Everyone's too good that it's just too hard to chase all the time.
4: Jason the boss CJ Bruton hasn't left anything on the table when he starts talking about the body language isn't right the communication isn't right almost virtually suggesting that you didn't turn up to play if we can use that term how how brutal was he to all of you
6: yeah i uh, it's probably warranted I think as a collective um, uh, I just I think we probably I don't know whether thinking maybe DJ coming into our group was Uh just going to give us this this other person that was going to change everything or whatnot, but it it was kind of how we played, and and we just, we we haven't been together long enough to to be able to play like that and expect to win games, and Mm. There's really no quiet – whatever CJ said is spot on because it is the way we turned up last night.
2: We hear this in a lot of different sports, and sometimes I wince, but he's even gone to the line that uh, the the 36ers are not showing its true DNA. Oh, the Sixers' way has evaporated. Oh, yes. (laughs) What is the Sixers' DNA, Jason?
6: Well, we're still trying to figure that out, and that's probably why we're a bit behind the eight ball. I think Mm. think we have shown through our Mm. first kind of um, games that – we are a pretty good defensive group when we, when we play as a group. And then the thing that we really lost our way, not lost our way, but still trying to find our way is offensively. We just really haven't found a groove offensive, offensively to be able to put a lot of points on the board. So I think defensively, we've just got to keep doing what we're doing and keep playing that as a group. And then on the other end, we've just got to find ways to get some easier shots to help the scoreboard tick over.
2: We'll get on to the positives very shortly. That's to taking on the Wildcats at home tomorrow night. But uh, just in that second term, they got on a 15-point run. Uh, you're one of the senior players, one of the leaders. Um, who takes control when that happens?
6: Well, I think the thing is, too, we probably as a group we're sitting around looking waiting for someone else to answer that question for us rather than just grabbing it ourselves and, and trying to handle it and that's one thing we actually spoke about this morning we had a bit of a players meeting and we just spoke about we can't be waiting for the coaches to always make the change or call the timeout we've got to as a group actually come together at those times when we all everyone knows what's happening it's not like you just like oh what happened yeah. we went from tie ball game to down 15 so it's It's kind of collective effort and and it might be on their senior players, me and Mitch and a few of the other guys, to kind of just pull in and say, hang on a second, we need to get a good look here and and go about the process in those kind of situations where you start losing control a little bit.
4: Jason, the reinforcement arrived. You got DJ after an interesting war of words off the court. (laughs) How did he go on the court? What was your way of describing his debut in the Sixers' Colours this season?
6: Yeah, it was a tough one. Obviously, every time anytime you come in late, like mm-hmm. DJ hasn't played for a little while. So it's always a quick check of the gas tank and, and to come out and play probably 28 minutes. And and he was probably struggling for most of that just because the pace of the game and your first game in, it's always hard. So any anything that he did last night he'll improve on, I thought he did a good job for, for kind of getting thrown into a tough situation. Um, coming in late and not even knowing if he was playing until the morning off, so yeah. I think he's a he's a welcome addition obviously everyone knows him for his scoring and his shooting ability um he's been in a place that's won two championships in a row uh last two years with sydney so um there'll be a little bit of even for me and other people like what does he think coming into the group and and what does he see and um, you yeah, I expect him to be even better tomorrow night.
2: And just for those that are switching on now, we're not talking about Daniel Johnson. We're talking about DJ no. Vasilovich. No. <laughs> so there's no confusion.
4: So when you've had that players' meeting today, what's DJ offered in that, or is he still holding back because he's trying to measure what you're
5: at?
6: No, he was actually one of the instigators of it. Ooh, um, so last so night, a few of us... Yeah, no, he's a, he's a good guy, and he's been around a long time, been around basketball, and he, he gets it. And so last night, there was a few of us that kind of take our time in the change room after games. And he was kind of sitting there and he was talking to me and Jacob Wiley and Sunday Detch and Mitch McCarron, and we we're going back and forth. And he kind of said, like, cause obviously quick change between games. We don't have a practice session before yeah. tomorrow. And, and it was kind of him that's, Hey, let's all just meet 10:30 in the morning and just talk about some things where we need to actually vastly improve quickly. And, um, Right there and then is a prime example of why someone like a DJ Vesuvic will help our group. I love it. If you sit down and do
2: nothing, nothing happens, nothing changes. Let's try and look for some positives. Uh, You've played six games. A few of the other clubs have only played uh, four and five. You take on the Wildcats, it's fair to say. Our boss is probably listening, but they're not the franchise they used to be. They're sitting at two and three at the moment in eighth position. So it's a genuine opportunity tomorrow night.
6: Well, when we played in Perth, we actually played them very well, like we were in that game, up to our eyeballs till about two minutes to go, so I think um, we've got to attack it the same way, Um, we've got to treat them, just the other team coming in, and then if we can try and and get on top, I, I think early, I think our starts and our kind of first half haven't set us up well for the back end of games, and so... Like one of the big emphasis for us tomorrow will be trying to get off to a good start. That doesn't mean we're up 15 points. It just means we're we're playing the right way and we've got the game kind of in the swing of our favour. I guess. Hey, the
2: game's at 7:30 at the Entertainment Centre. We often talk to the AFL boys about this when they travel or whether it's home. Uh, a lot of time to kill sitting around waiting for the game. What's the preparation? Yeah, it uh, when it's a night game, uh, do you have team meetings or are there any get-togethers, or are you just left to your own devices?
6: Um, no, later games, we normally always have shoot around the morning, so that's normally about okay. ten ten thirty, where we'll have like a... It doesn't go long, 30, 45 minutes, maybe a bit of video and and um, a bit of a walkthrough, so that'll give us a chance to go through kind of what we're going to do um, strategically um, against Perth, and then the rest of the day is kind of at your own choosing, and it, they do get long days, especially when you sit around trying to not burn too much energy, but I've got kids at home, so I don't get much of a chance <laughs> to... Uh, <laughs> to chill out unless I to, like, kick them all out of the house. for a little
2: while. Oh, well, Jace, you're a good man. You fronted up every week for us, and I know it's been tough after some of the losses. As you mentioned, last time you met the Wildcats, you only went down by seven points. Uh, let's hope it's a sellout tomorrow and the crowd get right behind you and the 36ers can start climbing uh, that ladder. We really appreciate your time.
6: Thanks for having me, guys.
2: There he is, Jason Cadee. He's a beauty. He nearly turned it around late in the third term, Roach. Nice long three-pointer and an intercept. Got the crowd up and about, but they weren't good enough. Mm. Are you making a tip on this one? Yes, they rebound and win. They win? Do we yes. have a coffee on it? Do you owe 17? Oh, why is it? Why is it always? Because when you've got, so your, that foot, when you've got you your foot want... on someone's that throat. That
4: means you want to win a coffee against them. Shame no, on you. I'm just
2: you. saying how, how much conviction you've got with your selection. I thought you'd back it in. Well, do you do you really feel confident? Yes, you do. Yes. Uh, I'm so do I, I. I am knocking back <laughs> your bet. I refuse to have uh, it with you. I'm staying. Let's have it with the boss. Then. I'm staying at on, on it on. let Let's have it with team. the boss. Well, at least he'd pay, Roach, not like you. Hey, <laughs> uh, you've only got a few minutes to go if you want to get involved with Nearest the Pin. Who wins tonight between Australia and Pakistan? It's all on the line. And by how many runs? Mm. Text now on 0427-154-166 or forever hold your thoughts. We have a $100 IGA voucher, all thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Not how many runs. Gee, I did that at the start of the program. How many runs Australia the scores, Yes, Yeah, sorry. Just wow. a little slip of the tongue, right? Let's
4: get this right. Our Friday forecast.
3: <laughs> boom, boom, boom.
2: Simple thing, this is where we do our sure thing for the weekend. Most at stake in Doomsday Scenario, we stole it off AFL 360. They stole it off someone else, but it doesn't really matter, does it, Roach? No, it doesn't. All right, we're nearly done for another week. I'm excited. Good. Uh, Going out to catch up and have a bevy with my nephew. His soccer season's finished now. How'd he go? uh, Yeah, they made the finals and they got knocked out. Uh, That's Cumberland. They've gone down a division, Roach. Any pressure on the coach? Uh, no, I don't think so. Good. I don't Good. think so. Um, all right, here we go, Roach. Uh, your sure thing for the weekend? The 36ers. 36ers. Well, I've got you, to stay true now. You, you, you do. Yes. And we didn't have a
3: coffee.
2: Mm. Uh, my sure thing will be that the Crows will defeat uh, Brisbane. Go on, in on, a little bit of a limb there, but uh, right. that's going to be a cracking game on Saturday.
4: Okay.
2: All right, your most at stake?
4: I'm sticking with AFLW as well. Now, Port Adelaide won one game last year and drew one so they had one and a half wins from ten matches currently they have one win from seven with Gold Coast Hawthorne and GWS to play they need to start winning to show that they've made improvement by at least showing something on the premiership table Kim so they have a lot at stake I agree look
2: Roach I think you looked at my notes there rubbish rubbish I didn't look at your notes very defensive (laughs) (laughs) I was only joking I'm starting to think you did I wrote my notes four hours ago (laughs) Rich, you weren't in here four hours ago. Uh, I was trying to track you down, actually. We hadn't heard from you all day. Uh, I was meeting with
4: someone from Parliament.
2: Oh, were you? Who was it? Not
4: allowed to say. What was it about? Not allowed to say. Which uh, party were they from? Not allowed to say.
2: I can keep secrets, you see. (laughs) Fill out of the loop now. Uh, My most mistake is Port Adelaide for all the reasons that you so articulately put forward. Reach your doomsday scenario? Well, I can't decide
4: whether it's Australia losing to Pakistan or if more videos emerge of AFL
2: players oh, this weekend. Scary me. Which would it be? Well, hang on. Collingwood said the other one wasn't real.
4: Not just Collingwood that's worrying about I mean, videos at the I, moment. I and Melbourne's in all sorts of strife. If it wasn't real, who, who was I'm it? I'm not going <laughs> there. And now, now there's a whole brouhaha about a video that is a real video in one of the NBL games in the corridors with mm. the Taipans and all that. We're not allowed to mention that, apparently, because we'd be threatened with legal action, the Taipans well, are saying. Why, well, we why did you help. just do it then? Because I'm thinking, how can you sue someone for something that's what was a the, real story? What was in the video? A bit of bifo, so to speak. in the oh. corridors. Okay. Well, they're trying to do that.
2: En- well, yeah, that's weird. Hey, my doomsday scenario is pretty obvious. Australia lose today, then it gets pretty tough mm, to qualify for the finals. And the 36ers because um, yep. it's a winnable game against the Perth Wildcats. Stack of people still getting involved. Roach with our nearest the pin. Oh, and congratulations to our other five people that qualified for our sweepstakes, Melbourne Cup sweepstakes. So if your horse is first across the line, if you draw a horse out of the final 75 entrants... Um, you can win $500 IGO voucher. $200 for second, $100 for third. So, George from Cheltenham was uh, one of the first five through. Dave from Campbelltown. Chris from Salisbury. Peter from Joslin, which is by St Peter's, isn't it? St Peter's, Joslin.
4: Yes, just yeah. up here.
2: Lovely up suburb, suburb. Yes, eastern suburb. Yes. And Modbury Mac got through. Good on you, Modbury. Yes. Um, so, you're all win with a chance. Text coming through, Roach. hi Kimba and the Roach, said to win and score 335. If we bat first and made 335, would you be happy? 335, yes. you take that? Yep. Yeah, I think I would. Yep. Uh, sorry for the long absence. I've been very, oh, very, oh, yes, very unwell. Uh, as sick as the 2023 Redlegs. Uh, Roach, I have not forgotten about the two coffees. They might be needed to pay. If you do, you are, yes, this is from Jack the Uber driver. Jack and the Uber. Mm. Uh, they might be needed to pay off your debt to Kimbo. Okay. No, Jack, you collect yours. So that's 19 coffees you owe.
4: Or is Jack saying he owes them to me?
2: Roach, I have not forgotten about the two coffees. They might be needed to pay off your debt to Kimbo.
4: So that means I'm getting them and then I pass them do you on to owe, you. Do you owe them?
2: I don't know. I've lost track, Kim. Conveniently. Um, what have we got here? Hi, boys. Hope all is well. Hey, any news on who will be taking Nathan Bassett's place as an assistant coach at Port? That's from Ange. No, we're still waiting on that one. Ange from Croydon. Yeah. Any chance it'll be Stuart Jew? We tried to get him on, actually. What happened? Well, we've just had trouble getting him okay. on at the moment. A lot of people at this time of the year, Rich, just want to... Travelling around the world, half yeah. their luck.
3: Uh, uh, yep. While we're,
4: we're sending out some messages You would remember the name Neville Chicken Hayes yes. Chicken being from his middle name of Chick He was yep. no chicken on the field No, no He's had a fall Done the hip So good luck Neville Hope that all comes good we never like to hear the stories of our great footballers of South Australian football heritage mm. have an accident, so good luck.
2: Oh, all the best. Yeah. And uh, we're just hearing from the Adelaide Oval that Liam Hatcher may have got a hat-trick in wow. South Wales. <laughs> no! Oh, Ben Nettie, Nathan McAndrew, Reza Agar. No. And Ager. no. Hat-trick it, it is. Hat-trick it is. Oh, dear. We've absolutely collapsed there, haven't we? Uh, here's another text, Reach. We've got a couple of minutes a to A very go. good New
4: South Wales side, thank you. Yeah.
2: Well... As pointed out yesterday, they have won a Shield game in the last 14. It's a very good side, though. Uh, there's never been a coin toss carrying so much weight in the history of SEN broadcasting. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling heads. Pakistan can bat after us at 317. <laughs> uh, Dear me, that, yeah, that's Modri Mac again. Sam from Glenelg, Pakistan to win, Australia to make 247 runs. Thank you, Sammy. I would take great delight
4: if at the end of this game, whoever is in the commentary box, hello, Barat, says, and Australia has won by three wickets. That would give me such
2: joy. it well, so, was. Well, little things amuse you. <laughs> uh, when I said the Aussies, uh, hey, skittled for 213, that means Pakistan wins. Yes, Rocco, thank you. We worked that one out. Uh, Ruchi, you belong in Bengaluru. A coffee costs 10 rupees. He still wouldn't get off the cuff, trust me. Um... Just a few texts. Look, everyone that sent through a text, you'll be in the running for the $100 IGO voucher. Crystal Palace Rob says Australia wins and they make 315. Daniel says Australia wins and uh, will score 296.
4: Mm. Okay. A big game, this one. So New Zealand and India are unbeaten at the top of the table. And Australia's got to nudge out. Pakistan, get ahead of England. Mm-hmm. And make sure that South Africa doesn't keep self in the field here as well. You're, you're all tight. over it, Roach. I'm really just uh, tight.
2: trying to find. We've got a number of texts coming through again that missed out on Matty Hills. We might see if Sammy can put a buff on social media for us. Matt Hill, uh, Australia's premier race caller, uh, regarding the Caulfield Cup, nearly said Melbourne again. These are his selections. Number two, without a fight, which is my tip, Roach. Number eight, Solcombe, which is part owned by a number of Richmond players. Uh, number nine, Du De Sesse, And mm-hmm. uh, his fourth selection, number five, to be ridden by James McDonald, Francesco Gardi. Okay. All right. They are Matt Hill's tips. And we always say, Roach, what's gambling really costing, costing you? Yeah, yes. That race is worth costing $5 million. It's
4: costing me 17 coffees.
2: Yeah. Well, you need to be smarter, Roach. As I said, that's 17. Yeah, no, I've got to
4: start getting in with some myself now. I could have, could have got a few this week.
2: If butts and candy nuts,
4: not ruthless,
2: not ruthless, no. or, or not smart, nor
4: opportunist.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, just some of these other texts. The bandit from Hello, Bandit says Australia to win. Oh, Australia will win with two hundred and sixty-seven. It's a little bit low scoring. We spoke to Varat He says the pitch will provide plenty of runs. Good. Simon from News has said Australia will win 325 runs. Good on you, Simon. Have a great weekend, everyone. We appreciate your company. We'll be back again on Monday. Bumfluff Benny, hope you're feeling better. And hopefully he'll be back on Monday. Thank you to Sammy. And thank you to Linesy as well. Hooroo.
4: Have a good weekend, everyone. Go the Redbacks.